Cape Talk Hiking with Tim Lundy Tim Lundy, it's been a while since I've actually seen you in person. I think it's been two or three weeks. Uh, elections and Parliament and uh, you traveling yeah. the uh, the deepest terrains of uh, the Fish River Canyon. We've we've missed each other over those last few weeks. Yeah, I think it's the last three weeks we we haven't seen each other. So. And winter is here already, so yeah, uh, we we're, we're gonna have to put off our, our hike till uh, when it gets uh, a little bit warmer. But if you have any questions for Tim Lundy, who is our resident hiking expert, you can give us a Call on 021-446-0567 or you can WhatsApp or send us a voice note 072-567-1567. I haven't spoken to, to Tim in probably about three or four weeks. I have a few questions here that I want to be asking him. But as usual, uh, Tim, we start with our rescue and safety recap. What's been happening on our mountains? Thankfully, not too much in terms of the rescue side of things. Uh, we had one today. Where um, some hikers got into trouble And um, the helicopter went in Got them out So yeah, everyone was extracted And um, safely off the mountain Was this on Table Mountain? It was in the back of Table Mountain Okay, yeah. uh, we We're reaching that stage Where we get that nice thick blanket Of, of mist or fog That, that sort of hangs a, a, a around the city uh, Probably nice to, to go walk in You know, if you, maybe even a little bit of a trail run Keep yourself a little bit cool there But uh, is there any safety concerns when hiking You know, in, in some thick mist? Um, yeah, there is If you don't know where you're going Then you're really not going to know where you're going <laughs> Um but yeah, just don't don't go on a route that you don't know if if the mist comes in because it does does close in quite badly mm. and um, that's when people start there. Your sense of direction will go completely out the window mm. and it becomes very very difficult to to negotiate and and try and work out exactly where you need to go. Um, a lot of the rescues that we've done in the past where people have got lost is because visibility has got so bad. They've Taken a turn thinking they're heading in the right direction, mm. they end up heading in the totally wrong direction. Um, they're still on a path, but they don't, they're not seeing anything familiar, and that's because they're not on the, the same path they thought they would be. I'm looking forward to a, a, a lovely cold winter. We were one of those families that used to go up to, to series at the, at the even uh, wow. slightest, uh, <laughs> uh, slightest hint of, of snow, and we would go and, and, and do a, a day trip there. Is, is hiking, you know, in, in snowy conditions here, you know, it's, it has to be very, very cold here too. Yeah. Uh, do, do you, do you have people who, who do that? that hike in in some snowy conditions when we eat the middle of winter you do um well one thing i will say about that is i've i've done it once and um with the intention of going to go and find the snow mm. um the, f- the snow came and found us and then got quite aggressive with us with a, in the form of a blizzard and it very quickly turned to we, we the blizzard hit us just before we got to the peak mm. and then it very quickly turned to a bit of an emergency situation because then we realized that the snow was actually coming quite thick oh, wow. and that the path that we'd walked in on was now going to disappear into a blanket of white so we had to get back off the mountain quite quickly and what tv and the movies don't tell you is that snow actually gets wet <laughs> It gets wet. Everything gets wet. Your boots will get wet. Your socks will get wet. Between your feet get wet. Um, everything will get wet, whether you like it or not. And um, if you're going to try and go into anything mm. that is of those kind of conditions, make very sure that you're prepared for it. We'd um, prepared heavily for it. And um, what we didn't 
on that particular day, what we didn't bank on was the fact that a blizzard would actually come in mm. and cover up the path um, that we'd come in on. Luckily, I knew the, the route very well, so I could still pick out the rocks and stuff that um, we could head back down, but uh, we made a very hasty retreat. We are talking today about uh, the uh, Deep River and Alphen Trail Walk there in the uh, southern suburbs. I, 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 from that southern suburb region, I went to school there in, in Deep River. I knew about the actual Deep River, but I never knew of this actual Alphen Walk or this Alphen Trail Walk. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so basically you, you start the walk um, on – it's called the Deep Deep River Trail, and then it goes off into the Elfin Trail. It's all part of the same trail, but it's just two different sections mm-hmm. of it. And it starts at the top of Southern Cross Drive and obviously ends down at the, the bottom where the Elfin Hotel is. Oh, the Inconstantia. Yeah, so you've got that green belt that you follow the whole mm. way down. No, so when, when's the best time to start this, this type of walk? Look, any time um, in what for for the year, you, any time. Um, winter time, you've got nice streams that are flowing, so and everything's nice and lush mm. and green, um, and obviously all the trees have lost all their leaves. But um, everything's fresh and, and and nice in winter, and in summertime, you've got all the shade and lots of flowers. So mm. it's a it's a win win on any time of the year. So if you're starting from Southern Cross Drive and you're effectively walking downhill along this trail, so it's it's quite easy. Absolutely. So the bonus about this route is that it's downhill from start to finish. Mm. You don't. There's no sort of uphill or, or sort of long stretches of um, that are going to tire you out. You you basically amble down the whole mm. way down there. You know, and like. and knowing that area, I I, I just in, in my mind's eye and just being in that area and knowing the, the surrounds, it's quite nicely populated. Lots of joggers, lots of walkers, lots of people walking their dogs. Yeah. In that area, so in terms of safety, it, it it's quite uh, well populated with with people using. Absolutely, it. yeah. Yeah, no, so it is definitely um, one of those routes, especially once you get from the Deep River Trail onto the Elfin Trail, then it really becomes mm. very popular because there's a lot of dog walkers that, that go out there. Mm. Just think, I have some questions re- regarding some walks, and I, I'm trying to uh, remember back to to your your walk in the in the Fish River Canyon, and you um, and you were saying that you had a couple of blisters on that walk. I always wanted to know: Do you pop a blister? When you never, <laughs> why, but but sometimes it's, it's it's uncomfortable, and you think that maybe if you just pop it, you at least could walk or, or tread quite a bit more firmly than sort of hobble along. I think the problem with with popping a blister is that firstly you can get quite a bad infection mm. um, from it, especially when it's on the foot because you've got damp, moist, ah. and um, bacteria. Uh, and then the second thing is you've got to realize that a blister is there for a purpose. It's your body's way of trying to protect the skin mm. because of the friction that's happening. So when you pop that, you actually are going against what your body's trying to do. So you end up then rubbing with no cushion. And that's uh. what that blister is there for is to cushion. So when I did my mountain guiding course, I used to pop blisters. Mm. When I did the course, don't ever do it. The blister will go away. Mm. So when I finish the fish now, within four or five days, all the blisters are gone. And then you can open it up. Mm. And, um, so then how do, you, how do you then prevent blisters? Is it just keeping uh, wearing proper shoes? Is it about Padded yeah. socks. What, what do you do? Look, you you can try your best um, to to wear the proper kind of gear. I made the fatal mistake of taking shoes that I thought were up for the job and weren't. <laughs> I'd underestimated the the toughness of the Fisher Canyon, 
and took a pair of very well worn boots. Um, but um, by the time they were finished, they were more than well worn. They were worn out. <laughs> so they went straight into the bin. <laughs> we are speaking uh, to Tim Lundy. It is Thursday night and it's our weekly hiking feature with Tim Lundy. If you have any questions, uh, need some advice on some hiking issues, some trails that you'd like to explore and don't know yet the ins and outs, you could give us a call 021-446-0567 or drop us a WhatsApp line 072-567-1567. There's also the SMS line at 31567. We're talking about the Deep River and Alphen Walking Trail. That's there in the southern suburbs in the Constantia area. Tim's saying it's a, a fairly easy walk starting at the top of Southern Crofts Drive, uh, ending up at the uh, Alphen uh, Hotel. It's quite a bit of a historic area uh, the, in that area yeah. there, Tim. No, exactly. So the the one thing about um, the Elfin um, that you've got to know is that um, when Groot Constantia was started, mm. um, as we know Groot Constantia today, it is a fraction of what it was. And it actually ended up, um, originally it was all the way to where the Elfin Hotel is right now. Mm. So the whole Elfin Trail, that was all part of the original Groot Constantia farm. And so eventually it then started to get broken up, which then became the Elfin Farm, was handed down through the generations and um, has landed up as we know it today as the Elfin Hotel. Very interesting. I, I know the Elfin Hotel is quite popular in my family for like 60th and 70th birthdays. And so yeah. a lot of people end up having their parties there. What I like about the southern suburbs and, and the river systems there, although it's ca- canalized like, you know, the Lisbeck and things like that, they provide nice walks along yeah, those, uh, along those, those riverbanks, especially if you take, I think it would be the Lisbeck that you would follow from all the way from Rondebosch, yes, yeah, Newlands yeah. and go all the way uh, until Mowbray yes. even and, and walk along there till, till observatory I must actually do that again that, that particular route because it has been a couple of years and I think what stopped me from doing it the last time was that it wasn't particularly nice to, to there was a lot of rubbish and mm. um, along that route so I'm, I'm hoping that, that that has been cleaned up um, but yeah the Elfin Trail definitely doesn't suffer from that mm. problem um, Sillery is another one which is also very nice got a nice um they look after it. So mm. the council do go and cut the grass from time to time. Winter, I know they let the grass grow quite a bit. But I was on the Elfin recently, um, the bottom bottom section of it, and they had been cutting the grass mm. and actually maintaining it and sort of clearing the waterways because obviously if we do have heavy rains, that river's going to come down and mm. you can't have any obstructions. Are you quite busy during this uh, winter period or is there still an, an appetite for, for people wanting to go out on, on guided walks uh, this time of the year? Look, it is the, the, the quiet time of the season, um, uh, or time of the year. So, yeah, if people want to go for a hike, um, come rain or shine, I'm out there. <laughs> I don't mind at all. Um, but, yeah, it does, it does quite a quieten down mainly because the, a lot of people don't want, like walking out in rain or mm. the icy cold. But it is a different type of walking, and once you get used to it, you actually get to love it because um, it offers bonuses. Like as you were saying, you get the, the clouds at this time of the year. Um, a week before I went on the Fisher River Canyon, I took a chap up Lion's Head um, with the sole purpose of getting up there before the sunrise. Mm. And we got up there and... I was able to take the most amazing photographs as well as as he was as well, where the whole city had disappeared and it was mm. just we were covered around by a sea of cloud oh, wow. with the sun coming up over it. 
So it was it was this orange sea. Was what really what nice. I always would have wanted to do is uh, go on sort of a, a hike when it was cooler, maybe a hike up to um, up Table Mountain, go to some of those huts yeah. over there, you know, crack open a fire there, and yes. uh, just having a, a like a, a good outdoor time, but still keeping you know warm and cozy in one of those no, those cottages up there. There's so uh, you you've got the overseer's cottage up there, which is um, very popular at the moment because Orange Cliff is now being closed down temporarily hopefully and so overseers now is booked out constantly it's re- i tried booking it recently and it's really really difficult to get a booking for it uh, how would you go about booking through cape nature and uh, through um table mountain Sand national Box. parks okay yeah, you've got to book through them so so what's what's what what's quite interesting about the overseers cottage well, just the fact that it's it's quite an old building um but it has got the most amazing position um, when you and, and during the day you don't really appreciate it, mm. but as soon as that sun sets, and you you then look out over the whole of the Cape Flats and pretty much most of the city at night mm. with all the lights twinkling along and it's it's it, really it, special. It must be quite a surreal experience because you can see the city centre, you can see the lights, but you're not really in the city. Do, mm. do you, do, I know noise rises. Uh, is do you sometimes hear that city buzz, that city you, hum? You do. You hear it um, at first light when the city starts to wake up. And as soon as the sun starts to set, that noise does sl- quieten down because mm. obviously everyone's at home and there's not as many vehicles on the road. The noise that you're hearing is obviously the buzz of vehicles yeah. in the streets. And as soon as that sun goes down, that, that noise does disappear. Now, just for, uh, to, to close up our conversation on on the Alphen, it's uh, on the Alphen Trail. It's quite nice there to go down there. You're close to Constantia uh, Village. You can go have yourself a nice cup of coffee. How exactly. do you reward yourself, you know, afterwards? Well, I find the easiest way is um, when you've you've walked for an hour, hour and a half, well, it's an hour and a half to two hours, and um, the Elfin is right there. So <laughs> it just kind of makes sense that you park your car in the Elfin or close enough to it. Uh-huh. That you are able to go in and spoil yourself with a cup of coffee yeah. or a beer or whatever wet your whistle. So, uh, your your thoughts on 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 where would we find you know some some good circular walks? Uh, because I know that the walk that you took us on, um, the one that's been started on um, at Constantia Neck, yes. went all the way to uh, to Kirstenbosch. Kirstenbosch uh. We parked at Kirstenbosch and took Ubers up. To yeah. Constantia Nick uh, Essentially you have to Then find yourself Back to your car And the elephants are the same Yeah So are there any sort of Circular walks in the oh, There's loads area? There's loads and loads Of circular walks um, De Hell is one of them um, You've got Newlands Forest mm. You've got uh, Silvermine Has got some Very nice Circular walks That you can literally Park in one spot Walk around And you come back In a totally different place So you're not coming back On the same route mm. So that the, the vegetation, everything can be different. The views can be different. Tim, as always, if people want to book a hike with you, how can they go about doing so? So if they want to book a hike with me, they just email me at tim at capetownhiking.co.za or they can go onto my Facebook page um, or group, which is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. Um, if they don't do any of those and they want to do Twitter, it's at Hiking Cape Town. And if they don't do any of those, then they can do Instagram. Um, which is Cape Town Hiking. <laughs> As always, Tim, what, what's next up uh, on up your sleeve? Where have you planned next? So my my next mission 
um, is on Saturday we're doing a, a training exercise mm-hmm. with uh, Search and Rescue, and it's a very big one. It's um, I think there's over 120 people coming, and so we're going to be doing a. There's a simulated um, airplane or helicopter crash, mm-hmm. and um, they have actually asked me to. Run it. So. Oh, play the victim. <laughs> You're going to be, be the one being stretched down the mountain. I'm sure you'd love to, to, to yell some, some instructions from, from a stretcher, from a gurney. No, no. <laughs> I've been in bed most of the week anyway, so it's, it's a good thing that I'm not going out into the field. But, but how do you go about, uh, for example, if you want to, to volunteer for wilderness search and rescue, do you need to have a, a certain level of qualification? Look, it definitely does help. Um, medical um, or, or just if you are technically minded and and fair with with rope work and stuff like that that definitely helps but if you don't and you just want to get into it then yeah you can join um, wasa you can you can look us up and um, join one of the organizations that are part of wasa so all the different organizations have different roles with inside wasa so the one I'm part of is Delta, which basically does um, mainly communications and 4x4s. And you get ARU, which is 4x4s. You get field teams. You get the helicopter. The helicopter crew is very specialized. Mm. And you really do need to know your stuff. And you need to have really high qualifications to to be part of those teams. Um, because their training and their level of skill is very, very high. And is this all completely voluntary? Everyone is voluntary except SkyMed and mm. except I think Sandparks and yeah, pretty much the, mm. the 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 EMS are also and and the whole thing is run by EMS. So they they basically operate. Uh, we all un- operate under EMS. Well, definitely you provide the city with a uh, invaluable service. Tim Lundy there with our weekly hiking feature. He'll be back next week. Looking forward to seeing you then, Tim. Yeah, looking forward to it. Excellent. Cheers. Cheers.